What's up, guys, and welcome to the Salty Podcast, where we talk about being salt while drinking some tea. Today, today's a special episode, guys. We have a special guest with us for the first time. You know, Bishop, Pastor, Minister, Apostle, Apostle Paul, um, <laughs> Isaiah the Prophet. But <laughs> we have the one and only Minister Garna Trapton here. Let's 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 give him some cheers. <laughs> Making moves, guys. Making moves in this podcast thing. Brother Garner, would you like to say hi or, you know, would you want to say hi to the people? I will uh, say hi. Hi to the people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so we have a special tea today, guys. I think it's the first time on the episode. We have our extra sweet tea, Pure Leaf, not yes. sponsored, but maybe you guys want to sponsor. This is an amazing tea. In case y'all want to sponsor, this is the little segment y'all have. It's an amazing tea. It's extra sweet. Extra sweet. And it just tastes amazing. Brother Garner, as you guys can see, has drinking more than half of it before we yes. even started. Yes. And so, I mean, yeah, there's that. So, um, we just want to start off this podcast, guys. I know we have our regular salty segments, but we just, uh, I just want to kick this off with a few questions to Brother Garner. Um, you know, we'll have some light ones and stuff like that. So, as Brother Garner, if you guys don't know, is a worship leader at the Rock Church International. You want to give anybody a shout out or... Uh, let me, I wrote this all down. I just want to give a shout out to my mom, oh. uh, you know, uh, to the homies, to the homies, and, uh, the set. Yeah, whoa, uh, oh, okay, yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, a rock church family in right. Virginia Beach, all right, all, <laughs> all right. right, all right, all right. So, with Brother Garner being a worship leader, there's many things that come about with that, right? You can say that, yeah, are you a good worship leader? Do you think? Uh, what? <laughs> do you think? Do you count yourself as a good worship leader? Wow, that's an, a very interesting question. Yeah, it is. Am I a good worship leader? I, I don't. Or do you consider yourself a good worship? That's that's the question. Not are I, you? Because I'm pretty sure everybody would say you are. But do I you can, consider? I consider myself to be someone who likes to be obedient to the voice of God, mm, which is deep. what I believe that's you deep. need to be to be a good worship leader. So I would hope so. Okay. So uh, let's put this in a grade scale, you know, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Um, so with that, was there ever a moment in your worship um, leader career? I guess it's a career, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a terminology we can use. Was there ever a moment where you messed up terribly on stage? And then how did you recover Ooh. from that? Or what was that situation like? You were just like, well, there goes that. Let's just end worship, guys. Or ha what happened? So here's what's funny about about me, about Garner Trafton, when, especially when it comes to leading worship. Mm -hmm. There's no stopping when I mess up. When I mess oh. up, everybody in the crowd, if we're live streaming, everybody in live streaming, wherever we are, everybody's going to know it. Okay. It, it happens at least once every time I lead worship. I'll literally be singing a song. Once every time? At least okay. once. Okay, at you, least you once. You just oh. got to look for oh, it. Oh, we just got to look for but it. But because I don't, I don't know how to fake things. Like, I, okay. if I mess up, I laugh. You laugh. And, and so some <laughs> people be like, oh, whoa, he's in the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, no, I just messed up. <laughs> and so everybody's like, I, if I forget lyrics... Uh -huh. I'll, now, sometimes I'll try to play it off. I, I'll be honest. There are sometimes, and all worship leaders do this, okay? There's sometimes when when I forget the lyrics, and okay. so I'll go into worship, <laughs> hoping that the background singers remember the song. 
So, so we say we're singing mm-hmm. "Build My Life," worthy. Hallelujah. <laughs> and like, and hoping that that the rest of the team is singing the song. So, but to to answer your question, I mess up all the time, but I don't know how to cover it up, so I just laugh. Like, I got you. I, you're be, transparent. Genuine. Be, exactly. Like, you're exactly, transparent. Exactly. Genuine. And you're just like, hey, yeah, we all mess up. We're exactly, all humans. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only one that didn't was Jesus. Everybody else messed there, up. There you go. So, you know, every day, for every time on stage, yeah. I guess. I don't know if it's good to admit that I do it <laughs> Whoa. once a set. Now y'all know. Just pay attention, guys. Literally, no just, just pay attention. Anytime he's doing hallelujah. He and up. if I'm laughing a lot, like if I'm laughing a lot, it's not one of those, whoa, <laughs> yay, daddy God. It's not one of those. It's 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 normally if I'm laughing <laughs> Yeah, Daddy God. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't know, that shows he went to Regent University. Oh. No, no shade at Regent, but no you know, we love that's Regent where they University. Look. That's the orientation for Regent that's, worship. Yes, is that's the opening. Daddy God. Yes. You have to go through that the first Yay lesson God, of worship. Daddy God. We yeah. love Regent University. Exactly. Sponsor they're, us. Yes, they're great. Hey, sponsorship might be good, <laughs> but. If I'm laughing nine times out of ten, it's because I just messed something up. So I know you're multi-talented. So you play the keys, you play the drums, you play, and you sing. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, do you play any other instruments? Trombone. Trombone. What's that? What's a trombone? Yeah. Is that the it big, is a brass so- instrument with a slide on it. You play the trombone? Yes. Why? I, I just, because I did it in <laughs> high school. I was in I was in the band. Were you a cool person in high school? In high school, yes, I was oh, actually. I was oh, actually cool. pretty good. I played trombone. I played. I I tried to play football. Did, okay. You know that didn't work out really. That didn't work it's, out. It's, you know the people's like, oh, he's got big shoulders. Let's put him yeah. in football. God was like, no, he's gonna sing. So I played trombone. I was in. Uh, you were like CeeLo Green. Don't ever compare me to Steve <laughs> You know, you know, yeah. No, but I heard because he was in a rap group, but then their secret weapon was CeeLo because he would come out singing. There you go. Well, then I so, guess that was it. Trombone. Yeah. That's your secret <laughs> weapon. No. No. So, yeah, because then people are going to ask me to play it. And, you know, but I got. Yeah. All right. So, in that, what are you most confident in, or which one have you messed up the most in? In those four things, I think keys, drums, singing, and then trombone. All right, so we'll take trombone out now. Okay, we'll take trombone really, out. Okay, I don't just, really do just that now. That's the three. Oh my goodness, the most that I've messed, the, the one that I've messed the most up in. Yeah. Oh man, I would say keys. Keys, because I don't hear you mess up a lot in drums. No, I drums is my yeah. first. In, uh, they, so, they say it's my first love. That okay. I started off playing drums at like six or seven wow. years old. And so I've been playing it my whole life. I'm very confident in it, very comfortable. I don't get to play it as much yeah. um, because I'm leading worship. But it's rare that I mess up in drums. And the more that I that I learn, the more that I get back on the set, the more that I, I pick up old feels and stuff like that. Okay. Keys, I'm still very, I'm pretty confident in it. But I'll try sometimes to do stuff on keys that, you know, I haven't practiced okay. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, like, mess up more than I will on drums. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny. I'm actually more comfortable on drums than I am even with singing. And singing is a, a gift that I have. I don't need any instruments for. Mm-hmm. But um, I just I'm very comfortable with the drum set. With man. the drums, I love it. So in the three, um, now you said you started uh, playing drums when you were six. When did you make that transition from being a drummer? Um, were you a drummer first? Before yes. You, okay, so mm-hmm. you were a drummer. Mm-hmm. When did you know you wanted to make that transition from being a drummer to being a worship leader? So I didn't. 
Okay. I did not want to lead worship. Okay. I didn't even want to be in a church, bro. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, like, so, so I was, I was six years old playing the drums. Okay. You know, at my dad's church, we played old school beats. When I think of the good, so I'm just doing uh-huh. doom, cap, doom, cap, old school church. Yeah. And then uh, transitioned to some more having to learn gospel music and yeah. stuff. So I knew the chops and all that stuff. It, you know. So I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> He's, you guys should see he tries to give me drum lessons sometimes he's like just a just, and i'm i don't understand I just, but he can pick up uh, <laughs> he could there's a, a couple people at the church he can pick up yeah um, so, yeah go ahead so 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 the, so i was doing that you know growing up and things mm-hmm. like that one day we're at my dad's church that's where i uh, started with playing and that's where i yeah. grew up at you know and this is an old this this is an older story we've reconciled uh with with everybody you know things okay. are different now yeah because uh in the uh, middle of a service yes yes <laughs> it's going there, that's, it's going there. Yeah. in the middle of a service yeah the keyboard player just walks off what i'm playing drums and the keyboard player just walks off he decides that he's no longer he's done at the church now we're a smaller church so when he walks off everybody sees it because the church is from about where my hand is to, to right here. That, okay. That's the size of the church. Awesome. And it's packed so everybody sees it. My dad looks at me and he goes, uh, so uh, I think you're the new keyboard player. So I have to jump. Did you know keys then? A little bit. Okay. A little okay. bit. So I had to jump off the keys and play like the two chords yeah. that I knew. And so I was like, my dad's like, I think you need to learn how to play keyboard. So I how started. How just walk off? He how just, can you do that? Bro, he just left. In a minute, it, it, yeah, it was. It's quite there, and now there were some things leading up. That's why I said we've all reconciled yeah, okay. and things are better. Yeah. But there were some things leading up that that. But in the middle of service, out of all times, he just straight up left. Wow. Now I think about it, it's actually funny because he just left, and so I get on the keyboard with my two chords, and I'm like, okay. And but here's what's funny. Uh-huh. I was leading worship from the drum set before. So with I the was mic? with the mic. So I had the little boom stand mic and it was in front of me yeah. and I was having to play like, Lord, you are doom, 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 getting out of breath. We wish. <laughs> Hold on. So all of that, what, yeah. like I was leading worship, yeah. from the, but I wasn't the worship leader. There were different ones. So certain songs I would do that. Then from the keys, I, we started having to sing songs that I only knew like two songs. Yeah. So we would try to switch them around every, every week. So, um, so it went from that, um, and this is all in my dad's church. Uh, Move forward a couple months. Uh, I'm in a couple years. I end up at Regent University mm-hmm. on the worship team there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I had been leading worship here and there at my dad's church and things mm-hmm. like that to suddenly coming to this, you know. Yeah, big university. To yeah. this big university, but being on a team. Mm-hmm. And so uh, leading here and there and then suddenly being told, you know, as, hey, could you take over our department and be the worship, wow. the, like okay, the yeah. worship leader? And so I'm, I, I didn't, I never thought that would happen. Wow. I never thought there'd be a day. And so there, I went from just on the drums to, you know, singing some songs on yeah. the drums to learning keyboard, singing some songs to suddenly, uh, and university to suddenly, hey, you know. I'm looking at the church like, oh my goodness, I've never seen more than 70 people in a room. Yeah. And this place uh, has all these hundreds of people. Yeah. And suddenly I'm leading worship. So I never even expected it. That's crazy. So it was more like that just God walked you through that naturally yes. without yes. even you trying. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know. I, don't, I think I might have told you this before. The first time I saw G years ago 
was actually in 2012, I believe, when I went to Discover Regent. And he was this dude on the keys <laughs> leading worship. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, oh, that's cool. But the irony that years later, then I met you and I just remembered he's the same dude. I actually like, did not know that. No, yeah. The first time I, uh, we had a group of people that day wow. that came out and it was Discover Regent. And I just remember this big dude on the keys and he was singing. That. And I was just like, oh, the dude's good. Years later, met him and I was like, did you go to Regent? Because you look familiar. And he was like, yeah, I did. And he was like, did you leave worship? Yeah. So it's the same that's dude. Cool. And so I thought that's crazy. Um, but your story is even more amazing. It's like how you were showing that you didn't even try to put yourself in places. Yeah. God walked you through. And I think that's an amazing testimony. And here at Salty uh, Podcast, we have a little uh, segment where we call the Salty Song of the Week. Where we just talk about a song we recommend to people where we're just like, hey, this is a song I've been listening to. You guys should listen to this. So right now, for me, the Salty Song of the Week that I've been listening to a lot is called Refiner by Maverick City Music mm. with Stephanie. Mm. And it's just, you know that song, right? Yeah. So to yeah. me, that song has been hitting me because um, just, I think, I don't know if it's the bridge or the chorus, but just when he says, purify me mm. and refine me. And it's just, that's been on my heart where it's just like, I've been asking God just like, hey, all this stuff's going on. And it's like, I think one of the scariest things in life is to ask God to test you mm. because that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to be tested. But to me, it's just been like a season. I was like, you know what? I need to live right. And if I don't know how to live right, God, help me out. Like, put me in the fire. That's scary to even say when I say that. But yeah. it's like, yo, I want to be refined because if I'm not like you at the end of the day, if I'm not close to you at the end of the day, what's the point? Yeah. And so is there a song right now for you that's been hitting you home or like that's just been ministering to you? I've been on, um, there's a song called The Blessing. I know everybody okay. knows Care what Job, it is. Carrie Job. It's still a lot newer to me. I haven't gotten to hear it. I heard everybody's been talking about Stephanie's new album. and Oh, yeah. All the, I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard any of it, but... That the song "The Blessing" and um, I don't know if it's because it comes straight out of scripture uh, okay. to where God is just like the song is literally yeah. God's blessing over us. Yeah. And so I've been um in the times that we're in, talking about coronavirus yeah. and just you know uh, these these times that we've never navigated before. Well, at least our generation or my generation. I don't know if we're the same generation or not. We're close. but these <laughs> <He's> old guys. <laughs> <laughs> these times we've never been in before, yet yeah. God is still singing, you know, his blessing over yeah. us and, and reminding us of his blessing. And so uh, I've been listening to that thing over I, and over, man. I feel that, man. I just was thinking about it today, even with hearing the cyclone that's happening in Fiji. I was yeah. just like, I don't know if there's ever been an, a, a moment where it's like, when we read about the Bible where people go through a lot of things, the yeah. nations, it's like, that's a Bible, you know, it's a Bible story that happened in history, but now exactly. it's like, everything's happening. It's exactly. And it's yeah. like, this is the worst, <laughs> almost like it's the worst. It's like, you hear one bad thing to another one and another. And it's just like, I had a pause from when I was like, God, what's going on? Yeah. And it's like, why is it that, is it, you're bringing everybody to their knees? It's like, what's going mm. on? I'm not saying he's forcing anything but it's just kind of like a moment where you sit back and like what is actually happening right now and yeah. it's like that song is very powerful because and i timely because it happened the last service i think before everything got shut yep. down yeah and it's just showing that even in the midst of what's going on god is still wanting to bless people exactly yeah and that at the end of the day with the verse of um sure um what is what's the worst 
everything works out for the good of those that love him. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, and so yes. it's showing that no matter what's happening in our um, community, that God still has us. Yes. Like he's still for us and he's protected us and he wants to bless us yeah. in a time where it seems like, what is the blessing? Yes. You know, exactly. Um, Pastor Stephen one time um, talked about the miracle in the moment just a few Sundays ago. And he was like, we look at the miracles in the Bible and ask, why don't, why doesn't God do that right now? Mm. And then he was like, but do we look at our phone and see that we're connected to so many millions of people that even when we can't gather, we're gathering yes. and we don't consider that a miracle. Come on. And I was just like, yo, that's, that's a crazy thought to even have. And it's like, we don't consider any, like even this podcast, the fact that we can record it and people anywhere in the world can, yep. can watch it yeah. and still be inspired, still get a word, still get uh, the revelations from God. And stuff like that. And it's just like, we don't see yeah. those things or consider those miracles. We're just like, where's the Red Sea? Where yeah. are we part in the Red Sea? And with you even talking about that, I'm thinking about the fact that you brought up the Red mm -hmm. Sea. Let's talk about those plagues that happened in yeah. Egypt yeah. Where, where there were locusts being um, spread throughout the land and, you know, water being turned into blood and all these things. There were moments where the people were forced to stay inside. Like, let's talk about the Passover where yeah. the, you know... Um, the angels passing over the houses, these people were forced to stay inside. Yeah. Nobody had, you know, yeah. the, the ability to still receive a word yeah, or yeah, encouragement yeah. from yeah. God. Like yeah. you just said, from, from all these areas, they were forced to stay inside. And yeah. if you didn't know what was going on, then more, we hope yeah. that you make it through. Yeah. Like imagine, <laughs> imagine somebody missing the notice that you were supposed to put blood over your doorpost. Yeah. You didn't get it on Facebook Live or you didn't get yeah, an email you're, about you're it. Right, right. You you just you missed it. And so you like, oh my like you you just you're out of luck. But I love the fact that like you said, and like Pastor Stephen said, it's a miracle within itself yeah. for us to be, even though we're forced inside, to still yeah. have all these miracles of communication yeah. and things like that. And even just the ability, it's funny you brought up Pastor Steven because he's in that, uh, He, yeah. you could hear him in that song and there's a, por a part where he just yells out to, to is it Carrie? Call Car I call it Carrie Joe. Carrie Joe, I yeah. think it's Carrie. There's a part where he yells out to her, go ahead and bless him again. Like, like God literally, um, I love the fact that God still gives us the ability mm -hmm. to bless out of our mouths. Um, in time, yeah, and this, okay. it's yeah. where we have to be careful because yeah. um, I love with that song, and I know it's a very small part that probably nobody paid attention mm -hmm. to, but I listened to him literally say, you know, go ahead and bless him again. Yeah. And I realized, hey, in this moment, in this moment of the coronavirus and all these things, we either have the ability to speak, continue to speak fear, or we yeah. have the ability to speak that blessing out. And that's another beauty, uh, beautiful thing about, you know, yeah, the music yeah, we listen to yeah. and think, yeah, yeah, we have that ability. I've seen so many people, you know, um, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that, yeah. this, 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 and that. And, and I keep hearing that voice of Pastor Stephen, go ahead and bless them again, remind yeah. them, go ahead and bless them again. We have that ability to, to speak those blessings out. No, I mean, you're hitting the nail, man. It's just like, because the thing is, it's like we have life and death are in the power of the tongue. Yeah. And so even in this situation, it's based on our responses and what we say that dictate where it's going to go. Exactly. And it's like we have the choice to either say a blessing towards somebody else, thinking about somebody else, or just keep t bringing fear in the situation. Exactly. And you're hitting it. Exactly. So this is where we're going to take a quick uh, tea time break, guys. We're just going to take a quick moment to grab some tea. We're going to you know, drink. And so we'll see you in a few moments.
All right, guys, and welcome back to the Salt Tea Podcast, where we talk about being the salt while drinking. I don't know why I did the intro again, but welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to quickly just start go ahead and start with our Salt Tea Sermon of the Week, where uh, we just talk about a sermon. And one of the, the sermon I want to recommend is something I've been listening to almost every other night. Um, and it's called Untouched by Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm. And have you heard that sermon? I have. I ha- yep. Yeah, it, hit, it hits. It hits a lot for me in my current season in life, which you know about. Um, yes. But, oh. but um, and no. this awkward moment was brought to you <laughs> by. <laughs> um, no, I'm just messing. It's okay. um, but um, that part Untouched is just talking about the importance of loving yourself. Mm. And... Um, I think even more in that, it's like knowing who you are in God's eyes and being loved by God and being touched by God. And it's in that that you don't need, I don't, I don't want to say need, but you don't need the validation or anything from anybody else because you get it from the um, the origin. So with that transition, or do you have anything else you want to say about that? No, something? no, I love it. So in that, Brother Garner, was there ever a time when you like, so, like where did God meet you in one of your biggest struggles or uh, you don't have to be uh transport or you don't have to say what was your struggle or whatever, but was there a struggle that you were like, God, when am I going to get out of this? And it's like, have you gone or, or how did God bring, bring you out or something like that? Is there a moment in your life where you, I don't want to say the lowest of low, but there was a moment where you were like, you needed God to do something because you've been struggling with some type of thing for a while. And so like, um, Something like that. So explain like something in your life. Because I want this to be a place where people um, can know God can meet anybody where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has something they're dealing with. And just because you feel like um, you're the only one, I want people to know, hey, you might not be the only. There's so many people um, around the world who are amazing people. They have a similar struggle. They Mm -hmm. might not be the same, but they do. And they all need God. Everybody needs God. Nobody's perfect to the point where it's just like, no, I don't need God. You know what I'm saying? So was there a moment where you were like, God, it, you need to help me or I can't go through this? Listen, man, I, this it's funny that you asked. It's, it's been very recent for me. It's uh, I lost my dad about five yeah. months ago and um, maybe a little longer than that. But it's been very recent. And 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 so, you know, me and my dad were really close and even in his uh, final days here on earth, um, you know, I was I, I live in Virginia Beach. My family lives in Newport News, and mm-hmm. so uh, there was some distance there, and and things just weren't the same. But my, weren't quite the same. But my dad, man, he he's uh, one of my closest friends, yeah. and he he's just always been a rock in our family, always been a provider. Um, and even in things that he didn't do perfectly, he was always trying to do something. And so I was used to having mm-hmm. um, this relationship. And I'm big on relationships, okay? Yeah. It's, it, one thing that I'm very big on in my life is relationships. I've been hurt so many times because I, I love very hard. When I mm-hmm. love a person, when I love anybody, even in relationships with the opposite sex, if when, when I've loved people mm-hmm. and been hurt by them, it's really affected me. But this, uh, you know... I. My dad was just, he, he was one of my heroes, man. Mm-hmm. And so um, when he passed away, um, I was hoping for different results, obviously. Yeah. You know, we pray for a miracle. I want a miracle. And that didn't happen. And so I would even look at um, 
other people who were like this is how deep it got for me. I will look at people who were his age. Um, he was 64, and I would look at people who were older than him mm -hmm. and some around his age and be like, God, you did it for them. Yeah. You know, why can't you do it for him? And so there was this moment where I dealt with deep anger. And so mm -hmm. uh, I've all, I, I've grown up dealing with anger at times, and mm -hmm. sometimes uh, it comes out in ways that I don't want it to. And then um, I, through my life, you know, going through, I don't know if everybody listening knows about just even the process of deliverance yeah. and things like that. Um, through through processes of deliverance and just um, God really working on my heart, yeah. I've, he's worked on that part of me, but I just felt this rekindled anger mm -hmm. um, that I hadn't felt maybe ever yeah. when I came to losing my dad. And so I'm asking yeah. God all the time, you know, why'd you take my dad? Why'd you take mm -hmm. my dad? And and I'm asking the creator of the universe, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you were wrong on this. I think you messed yeah, up. Like, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm watching this person do this. I'm watching yeah. this person do that. I'm watching people twice his age, uh, um, um, just living and, and, and doing life. And mm -hmm. I'm saying to God over and over, you know, this isn't fair. And I'm just yeah. feeling this anger be yeah. rekindled. And I'll admit, like, and it's funny because, you know, oh, isn't Garner a worship leader yeah. here? How is he angry yeah. at God? Yeah. And there were times, Aaron, that I would be on stage or getting ready to worship. Mm -hmm. And I would say, and just, just be me, me being honest, I would say, I, no, I'm not going to worship you today. Yeah. Like, I'm mad. Yeah. Like, you took my dad away. I'm, yeah. I'm not, you, no, I'm not going to worship yeah. you. I, I'm, no, I'm not going to uh, uh, sing something and I'm not even feeling it. And, and so it, one day, um, I'm just upset and, and, um, and just really, really, I was getting ready to lead worship. That's what was funny mm -hmm. about it. And um, I, there, there was a, a time where I was like, you know what, God, I, I'm done with this. I'm upset. I don't understand why this happened. Mm -hmm. And he reminded me in that moment, and he spoke to me as, as a father would speak to their child. And he said, so every time I've been faithful to you, every time I've been sovereign to you, you've suddenly forgotten about all of that. Mm -hmm. And he reminded yeah. me not one time did you ask what my plan was. Yeah. He said, you sing about it all the time. You sing about standing on my word, yeah. standing on my plan. Not one time did you ask. You you continued to ask what you wanted. And I said, he said, he told me, yeah. you're only focused on what you wanted. Yeah. And he reminded me, am I not still faithful? Am I not still sovereign? And so it was in those moments yeah. that God literally started me over from a baby mm -hmm. and really started to show me, this is why you yeah. sing this. And he did it through songs. This is why you sing I'm, yeah. that I'm a good, good father. He said, yes, your natural father's not here anymore, mm -hmm. but I've never stopped being your heavenly father. Yeah. The one who created you, yeah. like, like the one who literally created your DNA, the one who mm -hmm. literally knows your beginning from your end. Yeah. This is why you sing this. This is why you sing songs like Build My Life, um, where you're going to build your life on the foundation mm -hmm. that I've set for you. Yeah. And he literally began to show me his sovereignty That's and crazy, his man. faithfulness all over again. And he's had to start from the top. Yeah. And he didn't give me like six months to sit at home and pout. He was like, <laughs> no, you've got a job to do. Yeah. And this, I love my mom and appreciate it because she told me the day my dad died, dude, mm -hmm. my mom, <clears throat> excuse me. My mom says to me, that wasn't Corona, by the way. We're, you know, we're good. <laughs> the day, the day my dad died, mm -hmm. right after, yeah. she looks at me. We were in the middle of a, a of a revival at Rock Church. Mm -hmm. She looks at me. All right, time to get back to work. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. My dad just died. Yeah. She said, first of all, you know your dad would have told you immediately, time for you to get back to what God's called you to do. And, crazy, and, and then she says to me, it's time for you to get back to work. And immediately she sends me. She didn't let me stay. She sends me back to Virginia Beach to do what, you know, the things God's called me to do. And so it's like God took me back to the very foundation of everything I knew about worship. And he made it even more clear. He he said, now you're going to learn to, he, because I thought that I already learned all yeah. these the worship leaders. Sometimes we love, to, we, we like to think we have these deep lessons. Oh, I can't wait till I sing this song because I'm going to tell when mm-hmm. this happened yeah. in my life. And God took me into the deepest place that I didn't want anybody to touch. Mm-hmm. And he said, now I'm going to teach you what it means, why you do these worship songs, why you do this, why you sing like this. And so it was in that dark moment, man, to where if I could really point out mm-hmm. the one thing, the darkest moment, the one thing, um, like you were saying, it, it it was in those moments that I felt a lot of anger. Dude, yeah. I'm talking about like wanting to punch stuff. Wanting to, I picked up my boxing gloves again, and I'm not claiming to be a fighter, but... Yeah. You know, tr- trying to find, I got in the gym all the time and God said, now you're going to find rest in me. And, and it's, it's, it's taught me something about worship that I've never known before. It's this true dependency that in our weakest moments, in our moments where nothing, we yeah. have nothing to offer but flesh, mm-hmm. but our anger, but our sadness, but our disappointments. God says, now let me pick you back up and show you my sovereignty, my faithfulness. And so those are those moments for me, man. Man, you hit so many things. And it's like, to me, it's just like a lot of those things God's been reminding me about. Um, like even when um, you're talking about your dad, right? When he he wasn't perfect, but he tried. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important that it's like, I, I think for me, I struggle with perfection a lot. Like mm-hmm. I, I always strive to be perfect or I always try to be the best and just be like, no, it's, it's about being the best. It's about being the best. And then one of, um, one of my mentors uh, just reminded me, um, she was just like, do you think so-and-so comes out trying to be the best? Mm-hmm. Or do you think they come out trying to be who they are mm-hmm. and who God's called them to yeah. be? And so then it immediately, it hit me so hard. I was like, why am I so worried about being the best? I just need to be me. And yes. if you if you notice, I changed my Instagram handle. It used to be the best. Mm. And, and I immediately was like, it's not about that. Wow. And so in that, in uh, you talk about faithfulness, it's like, and you talk about baby pictures, man. Literally the other day, I was literally just looking at my baby pictures. I don't have much, but my sister had a lot. And I was just going through and I was just like, because to me, when I get caught up in a, what I do is I don't, um, when I'm faced with the problem, when I'm faced with the situation, I focus on that tunnel vision in mm. until I'm done with it and then I'll move on. Mm, but you. to me, when I get, when I do that, I get so caught up in that, that I forget about everything God's done. Yes. yes. And it's like, I was looking at baby photos and I'm like, bro, like I was just like, God, you're still here. Yes. You were there then. And it's like, why am I so worried about something? To where I forget that you've been faithful this whole time. Yes. Like, I'm blessed to, like, being, just being 23, it's like, I can't take it for granted and be like, I'm blessed to still be here. I'm blessed every morning where I get to wake up and experience another day with the people I love. And it's just like, yo, like, I'm still blessed. Forget the problem. Forget even problems of myself. We talk about deliverance. And to me, (laughs) my biggest enemy in a way is myself because I get, I like beat myself up a lot because I'm just like you were better than this. You got it. Like, come on, like just keep doing it. You got to do better. You got to do better. And then sometimes I take hide of that. And then sometimes 
I have to remember I'm still loved by God, yes. you know, and it's like God is still here in this moment. And I love that you mentioned workmen because I think that's brave what your mom said. Like, yeah. and it's like it took it to the roots of like, hey, it happened, but got to get back to the grind. Yeah. And just and to me, it's like th- that's where I've been. I've just been working like crazy. Yeah. And to me. Part of it is maybe in a way to distract myself just because I don't want to deal with things. So I'm just like, work, work, work. Mm -hmm. But then part of it's also me realizing I need to work because if I stop myself from doing something I'm called to do, then who's really losing in the moment? Exactly. Yeah. And so it's crazy, man, what you're talking about. And I think in that you were talking about a lot of um, assumptions people have about worship leaders. So what is one thing that you want to talk about? Hey, this isn't what it's like all the time. Just because I'm up here doesn't mean I'm perfect you know so is there anything you want to dive into that well it's it's uh let's go back to i was talking about the moments of anger yeah yeah. you know we're we're on um as worship leaders uh worship leaders are known to be emotional we are you know uh, known to be emotional the the vedic anointing is if you really think about david david was a super emotional person so somebody receiving the davidic anointing like you got to be like hey i wonder how many times they cry at night or i wonder (laughs) yeah like like it's it's what a lot of worship leaders are are um emotional people but one thing we probably don't talk about is 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 with me it it dealt i deal with anger at times and you know god's done a a huge work in me but um they also call me the peter of the church the the peter of the group Uh. i'll be the first one to pull out my sword and start cutting ears off and and so people will be looking at me they're like like you might say something i'll be like excuse me you know they were like wait isn't this the worship leader (laughs) and and it's it's worship leaders we we deal with these emotions where Mm -hmm. um i think I think sometimes a lot of us are so we're very artistic people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're very creative people, and that opens up. Sometimes that opens up room for the enemy to even try to slip in yeah. and use that creativity, use those different emotions mm-hmm. against you. And so, um, wh- what's the stereotype I'm coming against? All of us on our happy go lucky, and you know, <laughs> Jesus, what's your favorite color? And, and all those things it's and they're more and i know i'm yeah. i'm being you know making light of it there are more people who really have those type of conversations with god and are super anointed and things like yeah. that but um everybody's not happy go lucky some people are legit like some of the most powerful worship leaders are going through some crazy stuff man yeah. if we think about some of these albums that have come up yeah Amanda Cook, amazing worship yeah. artist, uh, worshiper, yeah. and things. Dude wrote wrote an album in a in an empty house on a mattress, and like you could feel moments where God was just there with her. She was That's going through crazy. some stuff, bro. Yeah, like like it not not. She wasn't going through. Oh my doggy just passed away. <laughs> yeah. Like she was going through some, like God. Why did this happen? First yeah. of all, how come you didn't? How come? Why did you let me yeah. walk into this? But she wrote about it, and, and and so anyway, my my point is is 
every moment when I'm singing on stage and when worship leaders are singing on stage and we're saying, you know, just because we're up, let's say almighty ones, and we're like, come on, come on, and bless them. We're dancing and things like that mm -hmm. and singing about my praise being a weapon. Sometimes we've had to fight through those things. Yeah. It doesn't just come naturally. Oh, they're all, they're happy all the time. Yeah. No, you might not know the battle we just got yeah. through to be able to smile in these moments. So yeah. if, 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 if there was any stereotype, I would say, I would just say that worship leaders have to fight battles too. Maybe that's it. Worship yeah. leaders have to fight just like everybody else. When we're dancing, when we're smiling, we're not just always putting on a front or things yeah. like that. Some of us have had to fight to get to those moments. Yeah, I think that's amazing that you say that, man, because I think people get so lost in just seeing them on stage and that's yeah. the only time you see them yes. that you think everything's okay. Yes. Like even with pastors, when you just see that glamour moment, you forget there's 23 hours left yes. in the day yes. that they have to deal with stuff. Yes. They have to, they have their own family stuff. They have own health stuff, anything that they um, are so talking true, about man. that. It's like, I think that's where people get lost is we see that moment. And we think that's their life. Yeah. I just literally, and I'm. this is a transparent moment for me. We're sitting in a staff meeting and we're praying today about some things that have been happening. And of course, all churches mm -hmm. are, are dealing with the coronavirus and how to operate their church and, and things like mm -hmm. that. And so I'm. Um, it really hit home for me today um, with just us trying to operate and really still be the body of Christ, mm -hmm. still create an opportunity for um, the sons and daughters of God to come together, forsake not the assembling, and really yeah. um, be able to um, worship together. And and there is a moment where, um, and I won't go into all of it, but I think um, a huge misunderstanding, first of all, but just a moment where, you know, my pastors were put into a situation to where it's it's people, and it's not just even the, the moment today. There mm -hmm. have been times where they've done things, um, and I'm just specifically right now talking about from the start of the coronavirus uh, to, to, to the moment we're in now. Yeah. They've been trying to do things to help our church reach the community and things, and they're constantly attacked by people. Yeah. Oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And today, out of nowhere, yeah. I'm sitting in a meeting, and I start crying. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like, what is this? And I literally, God said, I'm allowing you for this brief moment to feel the hurt that these pastors are feeling because all people see is those yeah. glamour moments you talked yeah. about. All people see is the moments where they, they start the camera on their own stage and they don't see what's going on behind yeah. the scenes. And so I love that you made that point because I, I physically felt today, Oh my goodness, they're hurting. They're, they're trying to do yeah. what's right and they're being, having pushback. Uh, and so anyway, yeah, no, it's crazy, man. I think this has revealed a lot how people, don't understand things yes. it's like people are doing helpful things and helping the community in so many ways there's always somebody saying something negative yeah. which i was genuinely like and we know th th what we're talking about but it's like well, there's one thing i was just like how could someone even perceive that yes. in a negative way yes. Yes. they just helped so many people yes but it's just i guess it is what comes with the game yeah. of being in the spotlight and you just have to um something that you have to, I've thankfully I've come to learn is like, yo, they're human too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And no matter what I see, they have a life just yeah, like me. Cause yeah. there's moments when people just see brother Aaron. Yeah. 
and then they don't realize they see the dude who's loving and is smiling all the time and trying mm -hmm. to make a joke, but they don't realize it's the dude also at night who's praying to God to purify him because yes. he, he wants to be better, Come you know? Yeah. And so I think that's an amazing point. And I think one encouragement with that, which perfectly to me fits this um, salty verse that I was, I reminded myself and also remind myself a lot is I think in Isaiah 55, 11, where it says, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. It shall mm. not return to me void. And that's one thing I always remind myself and just pray about. It's like, God, if this is what today is like, that means it's not the end. Yeah. And it's like your word says That's this. this is, so I'm going to keep it going. That's it's like good. there's moments where it's literally my my favorite verse of like, I don't know if all time, but in the in Psalms 23, 6, it says, surely your goodness and mercy shall follow mm. me all the days of my Jesus. life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. There's been so many moments, man, for me where it's literally like, God, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like it's like. And I'm just weeping. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then God will just remind me of that one verse. It's like, it says it's follow you. Yeah. So if it, if if it's not here yet, it's, keep it going. Woo. It's behind you. It's coming. Yes. And so it's like. That's good, man. And so to me, it's it's been crazy for me, man. I just remind myself about the promises of God. And when God gives a word, it's going to bear fruit. It's coming. Yeah. And so it, wow. and it's coming. It, you just have to be patient yeah. and let it come. And so you're hitting things like crazy, man. That's and, awesome, man. And I think lastly, I just want to thank you for being on the podcast. Um, just spending this time. It's been amazing to hear you talk and even being transparent about what you've been going through with your dad. And I think it's very encouraging um, what you're saying. Uh, there's so much life in those words because I think I don't even notice if you notice. But when you're talking, I was here. I'm like, bro, he's preaching right now. Even. Mm. Like, I can't stress when you said he wasn't perfect, but he tried. Yes. That a lot of people don't try. Yeah. Like, they, they in a way, give excuses to themselves. Yes. Like, I struggle with this, it's whatever. This is who I am. But showing that that is the heart that even I think God has for us is not about us being perfect because we're not perfect. So, there, there was a moment, and I don't know if you remember it, when we mm -hmm. were at the retreat. Yeah. And the speaker, Joseph Winyer, he talked yeah. about the whole you know, being perfect thing. Yeah. And one thing I really took out of that beyond the whole whether we're perfect or not yeah. is the fact that our mindset, like you just said, and, and my dad, man, he like I said, he didn't know all the answers. Yeah. But um but his his mindset was to keep trying to be the best person he could be. Yeah. I love that about my pastors. You know, they might not have all the answers all the time, but they strive to be the best they can be. And I've learned, yeah. you hit it right on the nail there. Sometimes we defeat ourselves, not even sometimes, many times yeah. um, the body of Christ, or even let's talk about the younger generations, mm -hmm. defeat ourselves because we refuse to think anything other than yeah. I'm not perfect. And so because we keep telling yourself, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect, yeah. we're defeating ourselves when in reality, we need to think on things higher. Hey, yeah, yeah. you know, I might be a little lost in the way I'm going, yeah. but I'm going to keep, you know, pressing toward that mark yeah. that, uh, that the scripture talks about. And I'm going to be the best person I can yeah. be. I'm going to right now. I'm leading worship, you know, every mm -hmm. week I, I'm director of, of, uh, I love worship. Like this is, I know that one day I'm called the pastor. Yeah. I know that's what I'm pushing toward. Yeah. I've gotten prophecies about it, but even right now, you know, um, I want to one day be able to say, Hey, you know, this album was put up, that album was put out. Yeah. I'm not there right now. I'm learning. But mm -hmm. in these in-between moments, I'm saying, God, I'm not looking back. I'm not going to yeah. look back at the past things. Hey, 
I'm gonna stretch for I might not know what I'm doing, yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna keep pushing to the net to this next milestone. I believe the next milestone and what God wants me to do in my life right now, before I reach the pastoring stage, is to come out with an album yeah. for the church and maybe even for myself. And so that's what I'm pressing toward. But I could sit here and be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I don't like my voice like everybody else's or all these mm -hmm. things. But instead I'm saying, no, you know what? God gave me this for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to keep focusing on what the promises that he's given me until I reach that next step. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's, that's amazing, man. <laughs> Even when you said, you don't like my, uh, I don't like my voice. Like when I hear other people, I very relate to that. Um, <laughs> no, I was, I randomly came across something I recorded in 2018, literally this afternoon. And I literally gave myself the, you know, like, what is this? Uh, like, <laughs> I was like, this kind of sounds bad. I was uh, like, why did I even do this? But then I also was like, that means you're only going to get better. Yeah. And I think it's about perspective on what yeah. you even look at yourself and I'm not saying it's easy to always be that way. Yeah. But the moment I was like, dang, I was bad. Like yeah. I was terrible. But I guess I can only get better from there. there you so go. and I think that's amazing, man. Again, I just want to thank you for being on the podcast. I enjoyed it. You're more than welcome anytime again. Amazing talk to you. Maybe when you release the album, you can do an album party up here. Hey. hey, it'd be amazing. But all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Salty Podcast, where we talk about being a salt while drinking some tea. Make sure to check out Brother Garner Trafton on all his social media platforms. He has an album coming out soon. He's been songwriting, so hit him up. Um, yeah, and just stay in touch with us, guys. Uh, all the everything will be in the description. Uh, is it description? Des description. Yeah, whatever the thing is in the bottom. Everything will be down there. But thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, here, don't be. Oh, here, salty. In life, don't be salty. Just drink some tea. <laughs>